Welcome to the CVCS Chapel. My name is Anastasia Davi. I am the Community Life Prefect. And today I present you with a message by Dr. Steve Pinto. He is the Dean of Students here on campus, and he is just excited to share his message about the joy of face-to-face -face relationships. Okay, so today's speaker is known on campus, but I feel like he's a man of mystery because he's a man of many hats. He has so many accomplishments, but he's very humble. So many people don't know this about him. But it's Dr. Pinto. He's the dean of students here, but he's also a pastor at a church in Lake Forest. Um, he is the author of a book called The Silent Exodus and a professor at Vanguard, did I already say that? No, and he's a professor at Vanguard, so he is a man of many hats. Please welcome to the stage, Dr. Pinto. All right, thank you. Something that I'm most proud of is that I'm also a husband and a father, and even most importantly, I'm a disciple of Jesus Christ. Hey, this morning, I want to speak to you about the joy of face-to-face relationships. Look, I think that the value of life rises or falls based on the health of our relationships. If our relationships are healthy, life's good. You can be living in a shack and it's good. But if our relationships are unhealthy and filled with abuse and lack of value and love, Life is not very good. Look, the value of life rises or falls based on the health of our relationships. And so what I want to do today is I want to encourage you to have the courage to have face-to-face -face relationships. Look, I was reading my Bible uh, not too long ago, and I ran into a verse found in 2 John, 2 John does, doesn't even have chapters. It's such a short letter found there towards the end of the Bible. And in 2 John, in verse 12, I read this particular verse and I thought, man, this is applicable to us today. In fact, I want you to read it with me. This is John writing to the church. Read it with me if you can. Ready? One, two, three. I have much to write to you, but I do not want to use paper and ink. Instead, I hope to visit you and talk with you face to face so that our joy may be complete. All right, thank you. Hey, did you catch it? Did you get it? Here's the beloved disciple, John, and he is saying, I need to see you face to face because there's some things that we can only do face to face. In fact, this letter, this tiny letter in the back of the Bible is the shortest letter or book in the entire Bible, and I think I know why it's so short, because there were some things that he could only deal with in person, and so he says, man, I'm praying that I can see your face and that you can see my face when we talk about this, and then get this, he says, so that our joy may be complete. Look, if I could maybe contextualize this verse to our time and day, I think if John would have written that today, it might sound like this. He would say to the church, 
I have much to say to you, but I do not want to use Instagram or Snapchat or even text you. Instead, I hope to visit you and talk with you face to face. Let's meet at Starbucks so that our joy may be complete. He's saying, man, I need to see your face and you need to see my face so that our joy may be complete. Look, I think John is saying that there is a joy that is the byproduct of healthy relationships. And that if we lack a measure of face-to-face relationship, there is a measure in which we are missing joy. Now, get me straight, young people. I ain't talking about happiness, and I ain't talking about pleasure. That's what our entire culture is all about, right? Happiness and pleasure. And what John's talking about is joy. He's not talking about happiness or pleasure. Happiness and pleasure are the weakest of all human experiences. Because happiness and pleasure are selfish and require perfection. As long as everything is cool and all right and going my way, then I'm happy. If this is happening for me and I'm, ple- and I'm feeling pleasure, all right, cool, excellent. But can I tell you, happiness and pleasure are short-lived but what, John, what John's talking about is joy. Say it with me, joy. joy. See, and joy is the byproduct. It's not something that you go and look for. It's the byproduct. It's the result of healthy face-to-face relationships. And so I want to encourage you to have the courage to have face-to-face relationships. And then the measuring stick of the health of your relationships is joy. I mean, how is life for you right now? Are you enjoying it? Is it cool? Is it awesome? Because joy is the barometer, is the measuring stick that basically tells you how your relationships are doing. Now, we live in a crazy world, in a messed up culture in which we live in that is affected by sin, that is not conducive towards healthy relationships. And Everything that we see in our culture today just challenges us to have that joy that comes out of face-to-face relationships. In fact, I want to share with you just some challenges that get in the way of the joy of face-to-face relationships. The first one is this one, is the culture in which we live in. Is the culture in which we live in. I think that one of the greatest threats to your joy is the social media. I think... Uh, It's the fashion industry, the music that we listen to today, all revolving around how it's communicated to us through social media and so forth. Now, I don't want you to get the wrong idea. I'm not against social media. I have social media. But I think we need to be aware of the challenges that social media provide us, especially when we understand biblically that joy comes from face-to-face relationships. And so I think that what social media was intended to do, it actually did the opposite. If social media was invented to connect us, I think in reality is disconnecting us more and more each day. I think fundamentally speaking, social media ain't doing what, how God created us to operate, and he created us for relationships. Look, I think today we're seeking approval more from a device we call a cell phone. We call it a cell phone because it's a penitentiary for many of us, isn't it? And I think that the cell phone has become our, I don't know, we're seeking approval from a cell phone rather than mom or dad sometimes, or the approval of God, or the approval of our teacher, our professor, our wives, our husbands, our friends, 
I was uh, reading a survey by the Gallup, uh, by the Gallup survey that uh, found that back in 2001, the average American said that they had 10 really close friends. In 2001, the average American had 10 really close friends. They did that same survey in 2021, and they found that the average American only has two close friends. Now, what happened, what happened from 2001 to, to uh, 2021 is the rise of social media. And so you ask, where did all the friends go? Well, I think we all migrated to social media, and then we forgot about the joy of face-to-face -face relationships. And I think we've gone to a place where we are okay being alone together. I want to show you this picture. Isn't this the reality many times uh, about our lives? We're in the same place. We're in the same room. We're in the same dining room. But we are alone together. I want you to think about this. Every time that we pull out our phone and someone is right there with us, what are we saying? What are we telling people? We're saying you're not important enough to hold my attention. You ain't as entertaining as this Instagram video that I'm watching right now or this TikTok trend that I'm into right now. You know, I teach, I teach youth ministry at Vanguard University, and oftentimes I tell my students to just take two minutes to look at each other in the face for once. Put their phone, and then we just sit there in front of each other, and they look at each other in the face. And it is the most uncomfortable thing to see these college students kind of like, I've never seen a human before. <laughs> I mean, when's the last time you looked at somebody in the face? We're okay with being alone together, and we're okay with pulling out our phones when somebody's right there in front of us. I'm telling you, I'm talking to you about the joy of face-to-face -face what? Relationships. Mary Meeker did a study. She figured out that we touch our phones 150 times a day. 150 times a day, we're touching our phones, checking our phones. I, I, I'm thinking how many of us need a healthy touch from somebody, a word of encouragement, an encouraging touch. Look, the culture in which we live in, we need to understand that social media may be tearing us apart, and we need to look at each other face to face. How many of you guys say amen? amen. Look, I, need, I think another challenge is the filtered reality in which we live in. Look, listen to me. I think that we're so used to a filtered reality, filters. We're so used to a filtered reality that we're threatened by the factual. What I, mean, what I mean is this, man. There was this sister in the church, my church. Don't tell her I'm telling you this story. But I had not met her in person yet. Uh, I had just ran into like her socials and stuff like that. And I saw her pictures and stuff. Uh, and then we had a meeting. We had to uh, come together and talk. And so she came into church. And then, you know, there's a lot of people who come into the church. And so I saw her. Uh, I saw her, just another woman, I thought, said, hey, hello, how you doing? Very well. And, she, and she's like, yo, Steve, we have a meeting together. And I looked at her, and I thought in my head, is that you, Felicia? That ain't you, Felicia? In my mind, I was thinking, oh, my goodness. I'm pulling up her picture on social media, and then I'm looking at her. That ain't you, sister. That is somebody else. Look, and I'm telling you, we are so used to a filtered reality, aren't we? Look, listen to me. Young people, listen to me. 
We are so used to, in our culture, to present ourselves in the image we think we are. And we're so used to using filters, and we edit here, and we delete here, and we retouch here. And so what happens is this. When reality hits us in the face, we are so uncomfortable. Look, what I'm trying to tell you is this. Relationships require a lot of grace, a lot of mercy, a lot of forgiveness, a lot of love. Relationships are messy, and, you, and people are going to make dumb mistakes, and you have to uh, allow them uh, the, the leeway of, a, of, of forgiving somebody, of giving somebody a second chance, a third chance, the, uh, give them the grace and the mercy uh, that is necessary at times. Man, nobody's perfect. I know that's difficult for you to understand. I'm not perfect. I just look like this. That was a joke. You can laugh. Thank you. But real face-to-face -face relationships are going to require, require you to look at some stuff that you may not be used to because we live in a filtered reality and we're expecting perfection from people i want to encourage you if you want to increase the value of your life man look up look at people in the face look at your parents in the face look at your friends in the face look at your professors in the face and then when people mess up man people are going to mess up and they're going to need our grace and our mercy and we got to walk together nobody's perfect we just look like this and so i want to encourage you to uh, have the joy of face-to-face -face relationships. Look, I want to finish with this. Relationships today are very much like fine china, not disposable dishes. Look, this is what we do. This is what we do with our relationships today. We treat them like disposable dishes. We have a friend or something and they do something wrong or whatever. And just so we don't have to deal with the hard conversations or the forgiveness or the grace, you know what we do? We just block them. There's more where that came from. And then we go to the next one, and instead of dealing with the hard relationships, it's like, oh, and we treat people like what? Disposable dishes. But can I tell you, can I tell you this morning? Relationships are more like fine china. And they're going to require a lot of care, a lot of patience. They're going to require a lot of forgiveness. Look, can I encourage you? Let's be the people that God has called us to be. Let's love one another. Let's enjoy the, the, the byproduct of face-to-face -face relationships because we're going to enjoy life and we're going to enjoy our time together, together here a lot more. How many of you guys say amen? amen? All right, let me pray for you. Let's pray. So, Lord, I do thank you for these young men and women here at CDCS. Lord, help us to be a people who view each other with value and respect and love. You've, called us, you've told us that the greatest commandment is to love you and to love our neighbor. Father, help us to be a people who think beyond ourselves and to be able to provide the grace, the mercy, and the forgiveness needed to those around us 
when they hurt us or when we make mistakes, Lord, to have the, the courage and the valor, Lord God, to have the necessary conversations, Lord. Heal our relationships in this place. Heal one another in this place, Lord. We need uh, you to restore our joy because you've intended, Lord, for us to live in that joy. So, Father, I do thank you once again for these students. In Jesus' name we pray. Everyone says amen. Let's give it up for Dr. Pinto one more time. That was such a beautiful word. Wow, what a beautiful message. I am now here with Dr. Steve Pinto for a short interview. So let's get into it. How long have you been at CVCS? I've been here now for a couple of months, and I'm loving it. I love the community, love the family, love the students. Yes. Uh, I've had an amazing time. That's amazing. Um, could you explain your role? Yeah, I'm the dean of students. Um, I'm the guy that you talk to when you get in trouble. <laughs> but I often like to tell students, staff, families that I'm not, I'm not the sheriff in town, uh, mm. but I'm the shepherd in mm. town. And I, I just that. like to help students navigate through some difficulties mm -hmm. um, that they may encounter while they're here at school. Yes, thank you for that. Um, what do you hope students walk away with from your message? The primary thing is to really uh, a challenge to, to strive towards healthy relationships, face-to-face mm -hmm. uh, -face relationships, with, which are going to require a sense of vulnerability and yes. risk and a lot of grace and mercy yeah. and uh, just understanding nobody's perfect and uh, forgiveness and grace and mercy mm -hmm. go a long way uh, in mm -hmm. just uh, providing a joy for, for life in itself yeah. and the value of life rises and falls based on the health of our relationships yes. and so we're, if we're striving towards health that joy in our lives is going to increase yes i love how you ended with like a call to action just to the student body to um, treat each other like fine china and not like disposable paper plates i think that analogy really resonated with many of the students listening and my last question to you is, if people would like to connect with you or get more information about you, where could they go? Yeah, you can find me on all social media, mm -hmm. Steve Pinto. I also have my own uh, podcast, the Steve <laughs> yeah, Pinto Podcast. <laughs> yeah, and you can listen to that anywhere. Yes, okay, and then what about here on campus? Is your um, office normally open? Yeah, um, my office is right there, uh, <laughs> right when you come in through the hallway at the mm -hmm. school. If my door's open, come on in, say hello. I'm always available anytime. Well, thank you so much. It's been an honor, and we just loved hearing about your message and a little bit about you. Yeah, thank you. This episode has been a production of the Capistrano Valley Christian Schools Podcast Network. Capistrano Valley Christian Schools is a Christian JK-12 school in San Juan Capistrano, California. Be sure to check out, subscribe to, and leave a review of this show and the other shows on our network on your podcast player of choice. Doing so supports the school community in a multitude of ways. For more information about the CVCS Podcast Network or any of our other shows, check out cvcs.org or email podcasts at cbcs.org. On behalf of the whole network, this is Mr. Jasper saying thank you again for listening and stay tuned for more.